Brad Super Show. I am Sean Dwyer, joined with Sean Brennan to talk to you about superhero movie news, the comic books, the pro wrestling. It might not come up today, but it might come up. Who knows? Take your bets. If you got a bet line, what is the betting line on this pro wrestling talk or not? Mine one, it, I would, it's one to twenty. One to twenty. One to twenty. It's a high betting odd. And place your bets because we will be talking about those things over the course of the next hour or so. We're talking about. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna hit the, the Spider-Man train. We're gonna be yeah. hitting that DC Extended Universe. Ooh. Even though that's not the uh, we were told officially that that's not the official title of the DC Extended Universe. That's not. That was you know similar. You know how like uh, with the MCU, the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's the official name they use over Mar- Marvel Studios. DC Extended Universe It's is just not, garbage, right? They just call it garbage. They just call it garbage around the studio. I could only assume that's how they, that, how that's, they refer to it. It's that's garbage. Right. Yeah, so DC Extended Universe news, we're going to be talking about, oh, God, the X-Men. They are going to try to churn yeah. something Jeez, out before. They're still doing stuff. Yeah, before they're all put in chains and sold over to the uh, the white slavers, which is Disney. George Lucas, remember that interview we gave? It, there's something that's uh, very similar about to happen over. I, I definitely do. I just, I just want to see, see what I love to do that no one else seems to love to do. I love to see how long you can go for those. Oh, because I just love to see where they end because I know where they begin and where they begin is in slightly terrible territory. But where they end, who knows? Where, yeah, where I stop and nobody knows and nobody knows the direction of let's let's hit it fast. Let's hit yeah, it hard. Do it now. Let's uh, put on the mask and pretend not to be seen in, in a in a New York skyline where we jump from building to building and we might have different powers similar to peter parker right kind of like kind of like across the universe the only people that can make their own webbing yeah is the venom symbiotes Mm -hmm. which is weird because you think about it and he's a symbiote who just happens to like about miles morales the ultimate spider-man yeah getting his own movie it's weird yeah it's i'm excited about it yeah um I don't know why in every Spider-Man movie or iteration, he somehow, for some reason, has to take his mask off while still in full costume. You got to. Got to breathe a little bit. But that's what the costume's for, isn't it? How many Halloweens have you been out, you know, as a child or now? I don't know if you still go out to trick or treat where you keep the mask on the whole time. You got to, all the condensation that collects inside the mask, you got to breathe. Yeah, that's why you lift it up over the nose and over the mouth, so you can yeah. just kind of like get that through, yeah. kind of wipe it down a little bit. You never take it off. That's why Batman has the right idea. The whole mask part gone, and but Iron well, Man, Tony Stark, he just he can just watch a movie inside of his mask. You know, I always wonder who came up with those shots because mm-hmm. it's so weird because it's like just a close up, but yet you you're still like shooting like three feet away from his actual face with uh, with Iron Man and Tony, and yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Did they do that type of shot? in the comics prior to the 2008 Iron Man movie? Or is that like a brand new type of I th- way of filming Iron, Iron Man? Because now, of course, sure. it's, it's yeah, standard. Yeah, it's synonymous. It's, yeah, in the comics, everything with Iron Man. Well, I'm pretty sure that what they did is that they've had it throughout the years to right. just kind of like show him in there, but he looks like a floating head. He does. Just kind of in like hollow space and like a weird dark room. We don't know that, Tony, that that... that I, part of the, the oh, your man helmet isn't in some other parallel universe similar to this the plot for this upcoming spider-man movie yeah. which is called spider-man welcome to the spider-verse enter the spider the, it's just called the spider-verse let's just call it that you know it's no good. need it's short to put and sweet. more words into it like I, i'm compelled to do the spider-verse and it's starring it's an animated feature yeah done by sony 
It has a full theatrical release that's coming out 2018 Christmas time. There is not a Star Wars film to contend with. Really? Next I thought there was a Star Wars film every year. There was going to be, but they've ran into interesting, actually kind of a, an interesting time with these two films. There is not going to be a Star Wars Christmas release next year because the Han Solo, Solo, a Star Wars film, uh, is not going to com- be coming out next uh, next Christmas. Instead, it's coming out in May of next year. So May 2018. Huh. Yeah, so kind of missing that the recent tradition of having a Star Wars film come out around the holidays yeah i don't know if that was because if that was the plan or if well originally star wars episode nine or eight i'm gonna have to go back and uh and look eight. it up I think eight. It's eight they were planning on having that come out the uh the the summer the may before the end of you know and then they ended up pushing it six yeah. months out so it ended up landing in the christmas season but they originally planned episodes eight or nine to come out in in may and they chose because of shooting delays, things like that, they chose to uh, to push it back a little bit. So this one now that that Christmas, that coveted Christmas spot that is made so special by Star Wars, is going to be uh, taken up by Spider Man. This it's a full digitally you know produced animated feature. The an the the shooting animation style, the CGI style, the computer, you know, the the digital effects, the way this looks looks amazing. Yeah, it looks like. No, it looks like a teen Toy Story mm-hmm. to me, where it's it's not as polished right. as toys as a Toy Story would be as a Pixar, but it still has its own sort of style and edge. And what's interesting is that the last time I believe this was that there was a CG Spider Man right. was the MTV version of yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, that's right. I, I very I remember that somewhat. Do you, there, it looked like a reboot. It looked it was, like they right. they did a terrible version of reboot with that technology and they're just like spider-man it was very cheap that was terrible. it was in the early days of like full cgi shows yeah 2003 on mtv it, it, it has not aged well at the time i guess people liked it but this looks polished this looks like they really spent yeah. a theatrical release type of budget on this on this spider-man film why not sony owns the spider-man property they have a friendly type of sharing relationship with marvel studios but they still for people who aren't aware they still own spider-man they're just yeah. lending him out to use well, in the it, mcu it makes more sense yeah. when you have two things that can come together and make a bunch of money. Right. Why not make money? Even if it's not that good, they can still make a bunch of money. Right, right. And it's interesting because this, being that this is an animated feature, this sort of is outside of the, the complicated area, which is the which are the the, the, the live actors yeah. playing these roles. So this, because you would think that Peter Parker is going to be in this film in some form and it's less complicated because it is an animated feature. So Spider-Verse has to do with the the Spider uh, multiverse storyline that they did last year. Dan Slott's uh, year-long Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Verse type of storyline. Yeah. And that's essentially what this, I believe, it, what that's, this is going to be playing in. You're going to have Miles Morales be your main character, but he's going to be visiting Spider-Man from across the multiverse. Yeah, so what I've read is that they're taking most of the inspiration from the Dan Slott story. Mm-hmm. They're not going to, of course, exactly adapt it, but there is the talk of like, what are you, who are you going to see? What version of Spider-Man are you going to see? Because you have My- Miles Morales. Right. You have to have 
a Peter Parker that everyone knows. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I just remembered it. Right. So Peter Parker is definitely in this. Because yeah, he has to be. In the trailer, there's about a minute-long trailer. I imagine we're going to get a, a longer one in months to come. Yeah. We just saw a minute-long trailer, so it's just a little bit longer than a teaser. But he, Miles Morales in full Spider-Man getup with a hoodie on over that because they like that look. That's a very modern yeah. way to present Spider-Man these days. Visits the gravestone of Peter Parker. And also he talks to someone who is kind of off screen later on at the very end of the trailer who and he asks just how many of us are there. Mm -hmm. And you presume that that is Peter Parker as well. So this is, I assume, going to be taking in some taking place in something close resembling the ultimate universe in the comics where Peter Parker has died. Yeah, I think I think they're going to shy away from mm -hmm. the entire background of the ultimate verse of the ultimate Spider-Man Marvel universe. Which yeah. which what do you mean? I, I think they're going to have to shy away from like, you know, everything that led up to Peter Parker's death right. in the comics. I think they're just going to say, you know, he's dead. Right. The mantle has been passed down, which is interesting because in every other iteration of this Spider-Verse character besides uh, Gwen, Spider-Gwen, that they're all usually white males mm -hmm. with the exception of a pig. Right, Spider Pig, Spider Ham, Spider Ham. Uh, what is what is his uh, his his uh, his real name? It's oh, Peter God. Porker. Peter Porker. That's right. I'm like, oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Peter Porker. Yes, yeah, he it's super. Weird. No doubt will be in this because it's I an swear, animated feature. If they don't do that. You have to include the pork. Uh, you ham have to, yeah, pork. Pig. People love pork. People love. It's an animated feature, so you absolutely can do a cartoonish character within yeah. this universe. I think. So you wonder if they're going to be doing if it's going to be the same storyline. As you have this one, uh, this one character who's this vamp, uh, Mobius or Morbius, this vampire Morbius, Morbius is going around uh, collecting. Him and his brethren are going around collecting and absorbing the spider essence. I'm trying to recall something it. about spider totems. Something like that. Yeah, right. That's exactly. Oh, it's, it gets very complicated. I don't right. want. We it's, could talk it, about the entire comics, show. everyone. Yeah, comics. They, they're going around. They're, they're like killing all these Spider Men from across the, the multiverse, and there's like an infinite amount of spider uh men out there in the, yeah. in the multiverse and they have to they go around and they're killing them and this, the more they kill the stronger this thing that they're they're fueling becomes yeah. um which is set outside of the multiverse well this is the one time where dan slot mm -hmm. i believe takes a character at marvel right. and gives them the sort of batman treatment because before Peter Parker's always been like the normal guy, normal mm. everything. But this time around, we got into, you know, the Venom, I mean, not Venom, but the uh, spider totems. You got something right. a little bigger. You got something that kind of makes them seem You're building on the mythos. Right, exactly. Right. The Which is exactly, mythos, right. for some reason, Batman gets all the mythos. Oh, yeah, yeah. His The Wayne family has been around for for generations right? and there's spider totems that or there's bat totems that have existed pre it's in, to it's, the, it's, the beginning it's of time right it's insane i i don't know when everyone latched on to batman and was mm -hmm. like you know what we need to take this average billionaire and make him a god yeah and everyone's right. like yes yeah something yes. always connects to batman ever since the beginning of time there was right? a, there was this this bat symbol that's that people were that the stone men or the uh the cavemen were writing on stone walls and things like that the, so they, they used Dan Slott, who was the Spider-Man uh, writer at that time, who wrote this year-long storyline, the the Spider-Verse storyline, it has a more official title, I imagine, I can't remember, but that's what I imagine they're going to be using in this, where yeah. you have the opportunity to round up 
Spider-Man, different versions of Spider-Man that have existed. You know, in the comic version, you had the anime Spider Spider-Man, uh, which was really cool. He had he came uh, equipped with his own Spider-Man like giant robot mech thing. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was great. So oh, he was really man. cool. You had uh, Spider Noir. Yeah, from the what was that? It was two thousand something. Mm-hmm. It was like two thousand and ten. Maybe. where it's I, like this black and white era yeah of like where Spider-Man. marvel did noir for everything yeah, they yeah. did elsewhere tales and spider-man was really good so mm-hmm. it's wolverine and i forget who else they so did. we might see him That's well, okay one. so th- there's also before you go on there's also they did this sort of story on the ultimate spider-man the mm, disney right show. right 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 so they that's have right what was it called us web t- uh, web warriors web warriors right web something yeah um so you kind of have right. that's right yeah you so you kind of have these characters already introduced so you do have your miles morales mm-hmm. i think you have i think spider Gwen yeah was in that yeah i think you have your noir mm-hmm. um i think you have peter porker i can't right. remember but we I'm the curious. Indian. We have the uh, the Indian one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. It's so weird to see like how they try to manipulate these characters, and it's also interesting to see how much they put in to right. each character because it's like, well, you know what? Uh, let's have an Indian Spider Man. You know, it's fine. I you like the the fun part about that is you you see them all interacting, yeah. and they're all versions of each other, and they all come together to stop this one thing. And it's they go around ha- basically rounding up an army to battle this thing yeah. that's been collecting and killing Spider Man. So you wonder. So one place they they almost went in the comic version of the storyline is they. I can't remember how they how they actually showed it. Uh, you had the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield characters. I don't remember talking that. off screen and like, oh man, I or no, no I'm sorry. They had uh, a couple Spider Men, but they were like, oh man, I just saw like, oh, there's so many of us out here. Yeah, I just saw one doing like some um, some jazz dancing, dressed in a zoot, zoot zoot suit or whatever. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought I saw Tobey Maguire. I think they mentioned him by name. So like. They mentioned the, uh, the the previous cinematic release yeah. versions of Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. So you wonder if they're going to include them in this. I mean, you could. I'm interested to see who rounds them up because, right. pro- like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was um, Spock who did it. Who's Spock? Doc Ock Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Spider-Doc Ock. Oh, okay, okay, you went with Spock. Spock. Yeah, yeah went with Spock. Uh, the superior Spider-Man. Oh, I, you know what? Who I they think, have not, so that would be a difficult type of uh, onion to, to peel. Well, so, so that's one of the things. So right. it's who are the, which are the most easily accessible right. sort of Spider-Man that you can get where you don't have to go so heavily. Like it's you, a can, you can just have and, like right. a weird, yeah, super science-y Spider-Man. Sure. Um, but are you going to have the one that dresses in full metal? Yeah, you could do, do. Do you remember that where he dressed like, he had this weird like all metal suit for like, I think it was like a, maybe like 10 issues. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, you're probably going to have Ben Riley, maybe potentially in this too. The clone version of Sp- I don't, you Kane? Is that Kane or is that Scarlet Spider? I forget. He ends up becoming the Scarlet Spider. This but- is the one part about Spider-Man that no one ever wants to remember. It's nuts. And as a, as a brief aside, as far as the Gwen Stacy version, the Spider-Gwen version, they yeah. are doing, did you hear about this? This uh, four minute, the series of four minute shorts in 2018 Introducing the next generation of superheroes over at Marvel. So you have, they're doing a four minute short with Squirrel Girl, a uh, four minute short with uh, Spider Gwen, but they're calling her Shadow, I'm sorry, they're calling her Ghost Spider. 
It's her name instead of Spider Woman. Her, her actual superhero name is Ghost Spider. And that caught me as something that's a little weird. And I, then, of course, you're going to have Ms. Marvel. And yeah. Be the series of four-minute shorts introduced, like, the next young age of... Well, because right now, Spider-Gwen, somehow, they've worked the symbiote in because mm-hmm. everyone loves Venom for some yeah, reason now. Because... I don't, whatever. The 90s are back, man. Dude. People have a lot of nostalgia nostalgia for the 90s. A lot of nostalgies for the 90s. Is what but I the problem is, 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 like, they try to bring stuff back, but yeah. really heavily gloss over all the things that made it terrible. Well, that's what, that is the, the luxury of nostalgia. You just get to remember the great parts. Yeah, Saved by the Bell was a piece of flaming garbage as far as actual like quality television but yeah there's right you're showing me a picture of two right so there's you're showing me a picture that i was referring to as far as a couple spider-men sitting around kind of on the sidelines while this big battle's going on and the two of them were talking about oh man did you see there was a spider-man who looked like like uh well we just talked no it was it was one spider-man who would not stop singing show tunes right and then one that kept trying to teach him english and then one that he thinks was the guy from the social network. Right. So you have two Spider-Men commenting on the big battle that they're watching play out, sitting on the sidelines. God, I so, love it. So they, you don't really, see, you don't see those characters, but you, you see characters talking about them. Yeah. So, I, I'm really interested to see who they pull in. How far they go. Yeah. Because again, you could, you could mention Spock, mm-hmm. but you can't. Sp- you're, you're talking about the, the, the Doc Ock yeah. version. Yeah. Spock throws me off every single time. I'm sorry. I'm you could say su- Superior Spider Man. People know Superior Spider Man. Okay, they make so toys su- of him, and he's the su- coolest version of Spider Man. He think. really is. He is. The Superior Spider Man. Um, you can always mention, like I said mm-hmm. previously, like a mad version of him. Right. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to do like a Spider Man with Venom, with the symbiote. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. Are yeah. they going to try and bring in any other, like, obscure ones there's the one oh, who was idea. the alt the one the universe one he had he had like universe powers from like Galactus. oh yeah yeah spider god or yeah something yeah. i something like that yeah. yeah that i recall right they used him in the comics like this spider god version like where he's just omni yeah uh powerful uh right right you could bring that in it, just, it depends how crazy you get to go the difference between doing this it, you have two hours to tell a story, whereas well, right, the yeah, comic version, go you longer. had 12 issues and you had spinoff titles as well with the comic version. So you had a lot of room to throw in yeah. as many Spider-Men. You had too much room in the comic version of the storyline to use. So you had the ability to use all of the Spider-Men you could think of. You yeah. had the classic 1960s version oh they had the one where he wore a bag on his head right like even though that was like the same peter parker from like the continuum but like Mm -hmm. he's like we got the one with the bag on his head that's right you had a story to tell and you had 12 issues to tell it in in a a big comic book storyline event and so it's gonna be you have to be a lot more selective with this movie but yeah it looks awesome the I'm, animation quality looks the, the the overall production quality looks incredible as far as the yeah. animation style i'm interested to see how it further goes on into the media um mm-hmm. curious maybe because this sort of 3d style already lent itself to a video game so i'm curious mm-hmm. if they're going to do that sure sure uh what they're going to have as promotional tools how they're going to work it and how sony is also going to try and like build up its career because Sony's really been riding this sort of Spider-Man wave with the Venom movie, right. talking about like the black cat and other things. So they're really trying to push these Spider-Man titles more. So I'll be interested to see one, 
how who the big baddie is and how the story progresses and what sort of Spider-Man they bring in from different universes. That's right. And speaking of big baddies and maybe uh, went a little foul, I'm talking about, of course, another movie studio that has some Marvel properties of their own, Fox. Oh, hey, I remember Fox. So we just talked about Sony, who owns Spider-Man still, even though they're kind of lending them out to Marvel Studios every so often. Fox Studios right now still has the X-Men and mutants and and, and Deadpool and things of that nature. Sure. There, of course, you know, are the is the ongoing talks, the will they, won't they, yeah, if you will, of Disney, Marvel Studios bringing in, uh, merging with Fox Studios, meaning that you, they would get the X Men, they would get basically all the properties that Fox Studios has right now, yeah, and bring them into the MCU. So that there haven't really been any, there has not been any new details other than that they're they're talking again. Detail, yes, yeah. it might they might be close to the merger. But right now, I think we're not going to hear anything more as far as the the potential Disney, Marvel, and Fox Studios uh, merger until it's finalized. Yeah, I th- not much more to report right now. No, and I'm interested to see because even Ryan Reynolds pitched and like, how would a movie like Deadpool? Oh yeah, yeah, be made under the Disney banner because that's who you that's who you speak to. It's Disney, the Marvel, then Fox, and right. it'll, it'll be interesting to see. If Disney will recognize that, yeah, titles like Deadpool and Logan have done better because they're able to do more with it. They're able to be a little more as the comics are, as the story pertains to them. Because when you stab somebody through the throat, through the neck, like it's not, you know, you don't always see a cutaway scene and, you know, you see that stuff sometimes. So what I was going to get to in my segue, and then I interrupted myself. So I actually, I knocked myself off my segue. You got to pick yourself back up. Now I'm getting myself back up on that segue. I was going to talk about X-Men Apocalypse. So over at Fox Studios now, they own the X-Men and you have now Simon Kineberg, who's kind of the executive producer of all the overseeing all of the Fox x-men properties and movies over there mm-hmm. he's actually going to be writing and directing this this next one uh which is gonna be x-men dark phoenix and he has come out and they we got our first sneak peeks first looks at the upcoming x-men movie and we got that in entertainment e-magazine very I, exciting i always get that you always get your subscription still you have not canceled it one time they're asking you like gosh i'm gonna please go digital yeah, no, they keep asking me because I'm really, it's like me and 17 other elderly right. women who order the magazine. Um, we're not doing it. Me, Gladys, Michelle, and Stacy, we're sticking to our guns. And, That's you know, it's, 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 at this point, they are basically trying to get people to go see, to forgive them somewhat based on what transpired and what happened and the, the fallout following X-Men Apocalypse, which was not very well received. It was Brian Singer directed that one. He came yeah. back after Days of Futures Past, which was very well received. And he came back to do X-Men Apocalypse. And it was not it was a it was a snore. It was X-Men Apocalypse. It, it had was, a lot of problems. It was one of those movies where people had high expectations. Right. Where you have a lot of press, you have a lot mm-hmm. of excitement going into it, just like you do now, just like you had even with um Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. Everyone was super pumped and super excited, and then they saw it and they were like, Oh, yeah, great. Were you talking about Brian Singer? Yeah, yeah, directing. Just, it, 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 it just doesn't. It just doesn't always work when you have a title like this. And sure, 
Well, he did well with Days of Future Past, and people liked that one. And then, you know, the news came out before X Men Apocalypse. We're like, oh, hey, they're doing Apocalypse. They're bringing the character, and he's this big, powerful character. How are the X Men going to contend with the, you could say, a being, a villain that is stronger than anyone they've ever faced? Well, that's how they built him up, too. Like, 90% of the movie is like, he's the the first one. And then you had this. So you're thinking as the rumors are coming out, before you see anything from X Men Apocalypse, and then, and then they release the, the the shots of what the characters are going to look like in X-Men Apocalypse. And we got our first oh, look. Yeah, people got Adam. really angry about that. <clears throat> he looked like a very <clears throat> tiny version of Ivan Ooze. Yeah, he looked pruney. He was purple and pruney. It was weird. And the uh, what, do you, What's the name of the actor? He's in uh, the upcoming Star Wars movie. Uh, That's fine. I, he's, he's, he's a good actor. No, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. He's been in a lot of great uh, things. He was in um, great Inside Lewin Davis. Yes, that's right. That's that right. was really good. He's uh, uh, he's gonna be the upcoming Star Wars movie. Great actor, could not do anything with his role. So people just it was a snore. I went to go, of course, saw, I saw the movie in the in the theaters and parts did, of it was almost good. But did God. you end up just falling asleep? You you got snuggled in your in your chair and you're like, That's you know right. what? This is gonna be a good time for me to take a nap. I'm away from yeah. from everything. I'm just gonna uh, take a nap here. Wish I could have, but those tickets, you know, you, you pay fifteen dollars, you try to get right. your fifteen dollars worth. Uh, it was through. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, yeah, he's fantastic. He's fantastic, but that movie was a was a real bore. And I, yeah, I think I don't think you can blame the actors. I no, think of it was not. I think it was just the fault of the movie itself. Like yeah, the direction. You know, Simon Kinberg now is coming out and now trying to do some damage control and saying, hey, listen, guys, we listened to you. We we knew what we understand what was wrong with the last movie uh coming out and telling um the magazine entertainment weekly i think we took our eye off what was always what has always been the bedrock of the franchise which is these characters admits apocalypse writer producer and phoenix director simon kinberg it became about global destruction and visual effects over emotion and character so he is admitting saying yeah the last one we really did it incorrectly as far as what these movies are really all about and you wonder with a character on the scale of the Phoenix, yeah. who is a world-breaking cosmic character, cosmic character, how you're able to get more grounded when you have a threat of that on that scale. Well, the last time we saw that was what X Men Three or X Men right. Two? Last Stand. Okay, so three. last time we saw the Phoenix was X Men Three. Mm-hmm. We had a very um, mid thirties Jean Grey. Yes. I I want right. to say right. So. If if I'm correct, Apocalypse was in the 90s, right? That's right. So is this going to be set in the 2000s? Or? No, this is no. Um, Apocalypse was actually set in the 80s. Okay, so this so is going to be set in the 90s. So this is going to be okay. Uh, Sophie Turner is going to be returning, of course, as Jean Grey, and the story that the, the the brief synopsis leading into this movie is, I guess, the X Men go into space and trying to save. <laughs> they just go into space. They go into space trying to save some astronauts, and they're still within the orbit of the Earth, I believe. And there is a solar flare, and she absorbs that, and she becomes supercharged. So it's very fantastic for E. Kind of in that way. I think they're getting around the whole uh, cosmic evil space bird phoenix version that you've seen in the comics. That just comes around and is is this big destructive force. And they're so they're they're getting away from that again. Yeah, they got away from that. In Last Stand, where it was just she had this alternate personality that was that called itself the Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're they they don't want they're they're going to space, but they're not quite going pure fantastical and having the big space bird. It's, who is it's the Phoenix weird that they're going. Earth. It's weird that they're going to space. 
Well, I think they've got a lot of places. Space is the one place, the final frontier. Well, it just... The one it, place they haven't gone. It's strange that yeah. in this X-Men franchise, mm-hmm. they're existing and interacting with the people, the humans, on such a large NASA scale. Because... In the even in the nineties, well, NASA, NASA was still big. So you it's do like, some PR. People do not care for mutants. So like, how do we get people to like us? To the stars. You got Peter Dinklage come in. That's right. He just wipes off all the weird blood from his Game of Thrones from days. The 60, oh yes, and often from the the sixties when he was when he had JFK assassinated. Didn't he? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, say I was gonna say he had a football stadium like dropped on him. Didn't oh, he? did he? I can't remember how Days of Future Past ended. I can't remember either because that shows like yeah. really how things go crazy with X-Men titles. Well, now Simon Kinberg, who I don't, he does not not have a lot of directing credits. Does he? Uh, he's overseen a lot of these movies, but he ha- he's produced and has you know, helped with scripts and all that stuff. But he hasn't, to my knowledge, directed one of these films Do you yet. think this is going to be a Ben Affleck scenario where we have someone mm-hmm. who's overseen things who kind of knows what they're doing who who maybe has directed like right. certain things but never to this scale well, and then he's gonna back down he's gonna have someone come in he's gonna have someone some take help. over the reins yeah that's right he, he's like oh my god i just there are x-men everywhere i can't keep them all together we, you and i can barely keep the, all the x-men you know separate well, apart and that's why you have to label them blue oh, and that's gold right. You put and you slap a label on Jennifer X-Force. Lawrence. Who are you? I'll never forget. Slap a label. That's what, and I'm sure she'll be fine with that. She is back. I guess she agreed to come back to these movies. Uh, there was there was some will they won't they as far as the the main trilogy, uh, the the trinity rather of characters. Your your um, your Magneto, Professor X, and your Jennifer Lawrence, who plays um, what's her what's what name of her character? Mystique. Mystique, uh, another M character. They are all their contracts are basically kind of tied together, and they yeah. decided that if, if any of them walked, they would all walk. And I guess they all decided to come back. So Jennifer Lawrence came back, even though she wasn't too pleased with how she was depicted in the last film. And also, how, Mystique, how was she depicted in the last film? I, I, I did you see it? I fell asleep. It wasn't great. She was really good in Days of Futures Past, and but she was, I think, really generic in this. I think last the problem one. they're missing here. Yeah. Hear me out, mm-hmm. Kevin Bacon. I think they ruined Kevin Bacon. Should be back. I think they ruined Kevin yeah. Bacon's character. I think they should have kept him alive. He played. Uh, what was his name? What was what was the Kevin Bacon character's name? I don't even remember, That's but I fine. remember. I just like me some Kevin Bacon. He had the Hellfire Club. Yeah. Name escapes me as far as the 60s He character. had the Magneto helmet, yeah, too, right. for a little bit. You think he should come back? Oh, golly. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of the characters. I think what it was right. is that everyone was kind of sick and tired of, like, these more modern characters and yeah. trying to, like, figure a way around it. And I think people like the, the the overall look of the 60s. They can distance themselves from the hor- horrific racism and all mm-hmm. the riots. And mm-hmm. they're like... Mm-hmm. I like Kevin Bacon, and I like what's going on here. And it gave them an excuse then to do the uh, the, the blue and yellow oh, yeah, costumes. It, it totally and did. I didn't like, you know, I, I most people liked 
the first class film. I did not care for it. Okay. I my wife and I went and we really did not care for you it. You both just shook your heads. We just your sort of, no. We walked no. out and we walked out right after the movie ended and people were like, There might be some extra credit scenes. We're and like, you, you know care. what? We don't care is what we yelled back at the audience that day as we left. And then I liked Days of Future Past, as I mentioned. So they got me and then they lost me immediately. Yeah. And so can they bring me back? I don't know. This is going to be to me. This is going. X Men has really been up and down. The first one was fine. Second one was really good. Last Stand was really bad. Yeah. And then First Class to me not so good. And then up again. And then down again. I th- I think are the, we due for an up again? I think the problem is is that they don't know. Yeah. How to finish a story? They mm-hmm. they know how to start it. They yeah. know how to bring you in in the middle of a story, but they don't know how to do that third film. Yeah, they don't know how to do because it's essentially three acts. Right, like they don't they can they can start you off with the first one. You're like not bad. Yeah, I'll wait to see the second one. Sure. The second one brings you right up. You're like yeah, yeah, can't wait to see how they get themselves out of this corner, and then just it plummets. Well, yeah, because Apocalypse would have been the. the- the third in the in the first class trilogy. Yeah. And they just nosedive that one, unfortunately. Oh, totally. So that one was so I guess they're gonna get away from the 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 big apocalyptic uh coming a guy showing up and trying to destroy the world, and it's gonna be, I understand from this article, more handheld steady cam. Oh golly, trying why? to get the emotion out of the characters. That's terrible. Something they lost. Why would you do that? Just because and I I guess I read that Magneto, of course, is going to be back, going to be back, obviously. Michael Fassbender. Is that right? That's his name, right? Yeah. And he is going to start his, that mutant island, uh, Ganesha, Ganesha. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, the I know what you're only. talking about, but I never so really. So he's going to start. Genosha? Genosha. Something. Genosha. It's one of those. He's starting his Weird. mutant island, so that's going to be part of this, potentially. And you got your first look at Jean Grey in the, uh, in the, in the, as the phoenix. Yeah, just, skin's just, on with, fire. just with CG fire everywhere. Yeah, kind of like the girl on fire from Hunger Games kind of yeah. look a little bit. I mean, I, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting if they can, like, I don't think Steadicam is a good idea for any yeah. big budget film. I think it, it it's terrible and it just cheapens, like, it's it's a cop out. Like, you you don't know how to direct a film, so you just go handheld because you're like, yeah. this is this is all on purpose. Emotion. It's built in emotion. Does emotion mean close ups of a, of like a shaky cam? Is yeah, that what that means? Then you can get what is what is a better tool for emotion than the human face? You know, get close up and close and personal to the human face. You know, you got me on that one. That's right. I wish I could, you know. It should be interesting. It should be interesting to see if this is uh, something. Well, God, this is almost a lame duck of a a film because if this Disney-Fox merger does happen, I assume the MCU and Marvel are. They're just going to clean the deck. Oh, no. I completely assume that what they're going to do is they're going to take anything good which is Hugh Jackman right and that's about it and he's talked about maybe being interested in in reprising yeah the Wolverine role if uh if this merger actually does happen which is interesting the, that would be fan- I think people will be psyched about that I think you do a clean reboot of the X-Men oh no you have the to, rest of the X-Men. you have to do a complete you have to throw that all away yeah like to be honest like if you can get Patrick Stewart in, yeah, you got that. Yeah. But I think besides well, Patrick Stewart is actually uh, there's like another kind of thing go- actually kind of going on with Patrick Stewart. He's come back and he said he would not reprise 
the uh, Professor X character again, but he would do Jean-Luc Picard, and there might be another Star Wars film in the future directed by Quentin Tarantino, an R-rated version. Did you hear about this, this rumor? I did, and you know so what? So we could be seeing it's, Patrick Stewart it, it's two, swearing. It's two things I don't care about, yeah. because it's, it's Star Trek I don't care about, and Quentin Tarantino as a mm-hmm. director right. has just gone down the tube. He's hit and miss with me. I really liked Inglorious Bastards. That was that was the last good one. Um, Django was three quarters good. Django it, was tough to watch. Django at the very end, you, like, put the, you put the D on the beginning. I think it's a soft J. Django. The Django. I think it's just Django. Yeah, good enough. Fair. Uh, Fair enough. I think Django. The problem is, is that. He didn't know how to end that correctly. Well, you watch all Quentin Tarantino movies with just the subtitle, no audio. Oh, God. Just to get the the true core of his great script writing. I mean, to be honest. So we, you don't know how it's pronounced. No, no, no. You don't care how it's pronounced. Who cares? You just, you love the raw words on the screen. That's why I read the comic. That's right. Based on his original script. Yes. And I'm like, well, this makes a little more sense. Yeah. Sorry, Quentin Tarantino. But yeah, so after Django, every, like... The last part of Django and then Glor- then uh, Hateful Eight. Those mm-hmm. are just mm-hmm. terrible. I heard Hateful, Hateful Eight is not Don't great. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's up on um, one of the free, one of the services, streaming services I subscribe Don't to. Don't do it. I considered watching it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not. gonna let you know right now. Yeah. It's a waste of your time. Ah. It, it, it's got Sam like, it's got Sam Jackson. Yeah. And for some reason, Sam Jackson just like takes any and every role that Quentin Tarantino has because I sucks the life right out of the room. Well, I'm assuming like he just wants a black man to say the N word. Yeah, he just yells it, and that's it, and, and that's all he wants. Just get uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. It's just really. He's like Sam, Sam, Sam. I want you to do it again. I want you to get with more emphasis on the N, and that's it. The N, maybe the ER. Don't want to say anything more, but I want you to do that. And so it's just, hateful eight is very has very salty language. You're saying hateful. It's oh, not, you hate it's, to hear that. it's not even that. It's just bad. Yeah. Like it's all around it. It's just bad. I was hoping to like put like a movie like that on while my son is like at night <laughs> while my son is like cleaning off his toys. Like you know, I'll just put this on. So you're saying I can't? Is what you're saying? I'm saying you can oh, just it's don't not a, expect much on it. It's not a good in the background kind of film, is what you're saying? Oh no, it, it totally. It, if you're just looking for like a party movie where no one's going to pay attention to it and uh-huh. anybody who knows what's going on is just going to disassociate themselves yeah. from that, it's a great movie. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so it's really interesting to see the direction of God. This is kind of this is going to be the odd swan song. A lot of birds, phoenixes, ducks. Dead, you know, with with yeah. the lame ducks. Yeah, uh, the terminologies that we're using if here. If this doesn't do well, Fo- I feel that Fox is going to sell. Oh yeah, well yeah. I think right now we'll find out where we end up as far as Marvel bringing the, the mutants back in. Yeah. And I think regardless of how well this does, I don't think we're seeing this cast back again to do another X-Men movie. I, I think either they're going to... I don't think so. They're going to flush... I mean, I guess the movie... Unless the movie does extremely well and the merger doesn't happen, then I guess they, they maybe give this another go. But The only thing I could think of that would keep them from selling off everything mm-hmm. is from... Deadpool. They, they would want to keep Deadpool they, right. as a money generator for the simple fact. Oh yeah, that, they like, would keep. I would like. I would see. I would see for them keeping Deadpool intact. Yeah, be, because honestly, Deadpool is the one character right. within the last few years that has right. actually made them money. And I think over the MCU, they would. I think. I don't think they are. They think so highly of themselves to go. You know what? Yeah, it's a very good interpretation of the character, and people like them. But you know what? Despite this, we're gonna 
despite them, we're going to do it better. I don't think they they think so highly of themselves that they think that they can do this version of Deadpool yeah. better. Yeah, I, I think that if they if they do acquire Fox, they're going to leave Deadpool and that universe alone mm-hmm. for Fox, but they're going to take every mutant, every other mutant that hasn't appeared in there, ah. and they're just going to reshuffle everything and rewrite it so that they have the ability to say mutants, the ability to not have to say that we're gifted ever again. Yes. And, and they're going to get it right out. They're going to blow their load. The first like oh God, it's MCU gonna, movie where they own the rights to say they were mutant. They're just going to let it, let it fly. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be like mutants everywhere. Mutants everywhere. Everywhere I see mutants. And it's just going to be like, there's going to be like a counter. And it's going to be a drinking game. It's like, take a shot every time they say mutants. They're just going to do like a big Christmas scene where everyone's gifting things. Oh my You're so, God. this is a gift. You're gifted. I've gifted you. Things like that. They're just going to, any excuse to use, use words that they haven't been able to say. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's like, they're just going to take that, that's that swear jar and in this case it says no using words like gifted or mutants they're gonna smash it on the oh. ground and they're gonna dance on it as they as the, as you would it's, it's gonna a, be hilarious because like the first i feel in the movie theater the first time that mm-hmm. the word mutant comes up everyone's just gonna be like oh yeah oh, it's gonna be popcorn in the air and everyone's gonna lose their shit it's gonna be weird because uh, you have the new mutants film which is gonna which is coming out soon yeah you definitely have that you also have that's gonna be gifted a, could be a one-off right so gifted which is brian singer's television property which is weird that they gave him he's that. in trouble right yeah. now in the news oh totally so totally. i'm not sure how much more gifted we're gonna how much of the gifted television did, you, ever, we're did get. you watch an episode of it no i there's so much I haven't watched it either. I, I haven't heard bad things about mm. it, but I haven't heard people be like, you need to watch this. Like, I've heard everyone tell me, ne- stay away from S.H.I.E.L.D. for years. S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess, you know, I stopped watching S.H.I.E.L.D. after the mid-season finale in season three of S.H.I.E.L.D. How many seasons are there? Is They're in there season like, five. What? And I understand that season five, it, that's, it's good. I want to actually start, they kind of do a soft reboot with season five of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I might get back oh, in. Oh, do they? Yeah, I think I might get back in. Uh, and because they just started season five, so I think I'm gonna jump back in. And, do they bring Coulson back? Coulson has been back, man. Oh, oh wow. did he die again in season like three or four? I, I don't, don't know. know. These but are all, all questions I have. Asked. And they go to space. And they go to space. Fresh start. Just like you know, when I was watching Power Rangers, I jumped right back on when they did the Power Rangers Lost Galaxy because it was a fresh start. Which one space. was that? Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Uh, when did that come out? Lost Galaxy. They do a lot of crazy different openings, and I'm confusing a lot. And they all sound the same. So I, in my head, I thought I was gonna sing the right one, but I oh actually man, just- I was at I was at side side note. I was at Wal uh, Wal uh, Walgreens. And people lose their mind now over yeah. the... Uh, Power Ranger toys? Oh, yeah. And there's one, I think it's Power Ranger Zero. Z-E-O. Zero? Oh, oh, yeah. Zero. Zero. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I don't... Zero, really? That's like a series from like 1998. Right? But people are losing their minds over this one specific character. Which character? It's the one who... He's like... He's got the black mask. It's like black and gold. Oh, the uh, when the the Red Ranger, it's I know you're talking about the the Gold Ranger or something like that. Some something like the that. The original Red Ranger came back and did a short stint, and he played the. Oh, you know what? Oh God, um, maybe it was him. I think he did come back, and he was the Black Gold Ranger. Yeah, I forget I, his official name. People are losing their minds online really? for it, though. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm part of like several like comics and mm. toy collecting groups and Zio. sellers. Yeah, Zio. Why is that such? I mean, that's cool, 
that the original Red Ranger came and like was the new was the Black Ranger, I think, in Zio for a little bit. Yeah, I think people are just losing their mind because like this is they're like, oh no, this is the character. Nineties uh, nostalgia. Anything from the nineties. I'm waiting for all of my VHS, my VHSs that my sets of VHS tapes. Yeah. For Save the Bell, the new class. Oh man, I've got them all. I've That's got gonna all come seasons. back in style I'm and waiting. hard. I'm waiting for all of those. I'm gonna those say you're gonna have a week to sell them all yeah. for like. Fifty dollars each, and you're gonna—it's—they're gonna sell for fifty each. But then after that week, it's done. There are eight different seasons, seven or eight different seasons of the new class. What? The new class ran longer, which way longer? Which one was the one where they were in college? It was like a weird college. college. Okay, okay. They ran one season. Did it? It got canceled. Like good. I don't even know if they filled out if they fulfilled their their season order. Then they did the. (laughs) They just stopped. And then they did the the wedding one uh, episode. And the, the finale, it was a crazy time where Zach and Kelly finally got married. But yeah, um, they did like seven or eight seasons of the new class. Yeah, so that's going to come back. For that to come back. It's going to come back. Everything from the '90s is getting its due. Have you heard of that? So I've seen a type, a genre of music called synth, synth. like synth wave, and sure. they're releasing floppy disks. Oh. Yeah. Who has a floppy disk player? No you have to one. To buy an adapter? No one. You have to buy some type of adapter. Oh, I, I might have one here in this basement somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure I, I might have, have a floppy one somewhere. Disc player. We, you know, because we, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Uh, my in-laws, my parents, I, you just don't know what to do with old computers. No, no Because in our house now we have like a computer laptop graveyard that is forming in at the bottom of one of our closets. And I imagine like my, my parents have probably the same problem. You don't know what to do with old like broken computers and hard drives so they probably have so now you're gonna have this this wave of like of uh of uh, millennials and younger going and ransacking their parents like attics and places looking for their laptop and computer graveyards with the floppy disk player on a side drive not player probably going back to um power ranger zero zio zio on ebay i'm seeing one sell for fifty dollars it's not that good but i guess you, you can buy it for 20 so they're selling zeo toys new zeo toys right now for a series that came out in 19 yeah uh yeah gold ranger yeah i think that was the original red ranger whose name escapes me from the original power ranger series who um becomes the new gold ranger in power ranger zero which is like the third series of yeah power people i know way too much about power rangers no, no no i think you should start a power rangers podcast Ah, oh, I could never find someone to jump in the Megazord with me. I would just be flying it alone, flying solo, you, you, stomping around. No, not fly. I guess it's stomping around. I don't think ele- Megazords really flew. Eleven have sold. It's amazing for thirty-seven dollars, and they're all coming from from this seller in uh, Indo- in Indonesia? Indiana. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Muncie, Indiana. So what's going on there? If you guys like your Power Rangers Zio, it's the Zio center of the of the world, right there. Yeah, Muncie, Indiana. People are losing their minds. Like, I liked the original Power Rangers. I liked the the Red Ranger, the Green Ranger, the White Tiger all Ranger. Of them. All of them. And yeah. then, yeah. And then I fell out of it. Like, it's it's cool. It's a neat, neat nostalgia thing. But man, am I not spending fifty dollars on the Power Ranger, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Legacy Collection Lot 1 Green Ranger. Mm. I'm not dropping over $60 on that. 
you get that one new in box and you just oh, store it away. Oh, yeah. Store it away for time. As a brief aside right now, actually, uh, speaking of 90s nostalgia, uh, <laughs> one thing that I've recently gotten into, although they are way too expensive to actually go out and buy, and of course they're not in stores anymore. Tell me. Do you remember the WWF Hasbro toys that they used to sell, the action figures? Yeah, which ones? You know, any of them, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they, from the 90s, so they sold them from 90 to 94, and they just had such cool nostalgia value because they they just they were a little um, more a little cartoony. They were fun, and more recently, and then Hasbro lost the license, and they they went to Jax, and Jax did decided to do more um, appropriately sized wrestlers, yeah, 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 yeah. who were yeah. just like you know trying to be uh, more you know two to one ratio as far as the size, and there was there was little to them as far as like anything cool or fun. And so recently, the WWE has released a line of retro figures. In, I remember, I re, okay. In the style of those 90 to 94 figures, re-releasing new wrestlers and a couple of old ones in the old 90s Hasbro style. And so I've been collecting those a little bit. Okay. They're like three series in right now. What do you, what do you got? Uh, I got the one... Tell me you got a Razor Ramon. This is only... Well, they haven't released a Razor oh, Ramon no? in style. Uh, the, the, the one that has been hardest to find from what I understand, and then I've got one. I bought it for $15, and right now the the, the least you can buy for is $30. Ooh, look at you. It's Kane right now. Really? Kane, they just... They didn't stock Kane well enough, and Kane just wasn't available. And it was a Walmart exclusive... So people are they don't want they don't like going into Walmart. So that no, makes it harder. Even to, you feel dirty. That's right. You feel dirty. So I got it on eBay for like fifteen bucks. Oh wow! So Look I, at I'm, you. You're, you're scraping that. this bottom barrel. You're going That's to right. eBay because the old W. I don't think it's ever going to reach the height of the old WWF Hasbro figures. If you the ones from relatively ex, uh, rare ones and valuable ones from the nineties, the Hasbro yeah. ones are worth like two hundred bucks. Are they new in box? ones gather rare more rare ones that are worth like two thousand dollars yeah it's insane how valuable those ones are so yeah i'm kind of catching up on that that old uh craze they re-released the new figures and that old style and i'm i'm loving the holidays i'm loving toys i'm loving all this stuff but what were we talking about last thing i want to kind of hit before we uh we hit <gasps> what we were saying before we close up shop here is they had a um there was a over at brazil comic-con uh, DC Warner Brothers, they released their slate of upcoming in-production films because they, apparently the DC Extended Universe is not dead. And they announced with it should be. title cards the films yeah. that are currently in production right now. And the ones they mentioned, it's interesting. And let me know your, your thoughts on this. Hit me with it. There are some omissions here. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman 2, of course. Aquaman, Flashpoint. Suicide Squad 2. Shazam. Batgirl, Green Lantern Corps, The Batman, and Justice League Dark. So those are all the ones that they officially announced at this Comic-Con, Warner Brothers DC, as being in production. Of course, the ones that they left, that you're seeing that are not included in that list. You know, they didn't mention Justice League 2, of yeah, course. of course. Why uh, they would they? They didn't mention the ones that have been rumored uh, as far as Margot Rabay be reprising her uh, her role as Harley Quinn and even yeah. producing uh, Gotham City Sirens. They're talking about you know her producing that film. The actor Margot Robet, Ro- Robet, what's how does she pronounce her? I think it's Robet. Weird last name. Cyborg, of course, mm-hmm. uh, is not getting his spinoff series. Nightwing, uh, no mention of him yet in the DC Extended Universe, and apparently that's gonna stay the way it is. Yeah. And Deathstroke, I guess th- th- that's people are like, oh, where's the Deathstroke movie? I've, I'm seeing that as people calling out omissions. <gasps> where's the Deathstroke movie, guys? So. Yeah, interesting. And also the Joker, uh, 
the Joker Holly Quim team team up, team up movie that's been rumored. The there's no uh, Superman sequel in the okay. works right now, and that that side brand that they were talking about as far as a Joker movie standalone movie that would, that would take place outside of the DC extended universe. Yeah, there was no announcement of that but so far. The one with uh. Oh man, why is his name escaping um, me? The one with with um, Leonardo DiCaprio produced yeah, yeah, yeah. by Martin Scorsese yeah, 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 was going to be the producer on that. Yeah, yeah. Not direct yeah. it probably, but produce a his name side was going to be attached movie. to it. Right. A side movie outside of continuity, a Joker film. So no announcement of that yet. That doesn't mean that those aren't going to happen, but they might be very early in production right now. But the ones that they announce with title cards, meaning that they're pretty official. Although I think I've seen a title card, I could be wrong, for a cyborg movie, a cyborg movie. So even though even though these have title cards, that doesn't mean that they are absolutely happening. Yeah. So it, interesting takeaways from this. Of course, we've heard a lot of rumors. I would have assumed that Justice League 2, or I'm sorry, just uh, Suicide Squad 2, rather, was not happening. Yeah, Out I, of all the ones we've heard about, I figured Gotham City Sirens was going to get in there in there as far as getting into production before that's that That's the thing. I saw that it was in production, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, that's like, right. It, who, did they say who's attached to it? No, uh, no details as far as who's going to be attached to this one, if it's going to be... Any of the cast from the original Suicide Squad reprising any of the roles? Of course, you got your Will Smith uh, with with his Deadshot character and all the rest, all of your favorites from Suicide Squad. I don't know if, how many of they're bringing back. There's no talk of a Black Adam movie. No, to the, at this point, which is which is sad. Which is sad because The Rock ain't getting any younger. No, and there's talk. But he is getting musclier. He's like, getting, he's getting musclier. more. He's getting bigger. Yet, I don't know how. Although, we, remember the, ru- the rumor that The Rock and Black Adam was going to be in Suicide Squad 2? Is that, th- that was a thing? That was a rumor from about a month ago. Okay. That The Rock might be Black Adam, who, that's who The Rock's going to be playing in the DC Extended Universe. It, long ago, he announced that, the, oh, that's my character, and then they've talked about that, that he's going to be in Suicide Squad 2. Okay. So, there could be your Rock, your Black Adam appearance. Not getting a solo film yet, but that's to come. And as I mentioned, do you remember this in previous episode? I don't want to do a, a called it, mm-hmm. but I did call it, I think. I said, why didn't they do for the Suicide Squad having Black Adam be your villain? And they have to go into Kwanda or what? Yeah. Kondak or something. I don't remember. Whatever the, the, call it, the, whatever the country is. Yeah. It's a sovereign nation and it's ruled by Black Adam as this dictator. And the, all these people are, are, are being... Um, poorly treated as far as they, the rest of the world sees them mm. and they send the suicide squad because if they go in themselves the u.s government it they risk having it become because it's this hotbed because it's, it's in the middle of the middle east they yeah. can't just send the u.s and just take on this this country the sovereign nation with with this evil superpower dictator so they send in the suicide squad to take him out or do something there to depower him or um to get these people out of there that i thought should have been the plot for for Suicide Squad, because that really kind of stands up to the idea, like you know, the U.S. government when we can't, when the U.S. government can't go in and, and you send the Suicide Squad, you send them because these people we they we we don't have to take responsibility for them yeah. because they're all criminals. If they get caught, then they're a bad guy. This could be the plot for Suicide Squad too, and this is something I pitched. So I'm hoping to get my checks in the mail. You're called at checks right before the holidays. I'll take it. You know, we all need a little extra cash before the holidays. Got to buy myself those extra wrestling action figures to put away in a vault. 
Yeah. Secure, say, a uh, security deposit box and just slide it away for later, lose that key, and then rediscover, and then send myself, write myself a letter. Okay. Lose the letter, find the letter when I'm 80 years old. Then I find the key and then I open the safety deposit box and those all those action figures are worth a thousand dollars each. Ooh. That's what I'm hoping for. And you know, that's what we're all hoping for. So what do you any uh any thoughts about that that lineup, that slate of I don't I don't get it. You don't get I it. mean, I honestly don't even know why like the only reason Suicide Squad two is coming out is because mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, like I had an online conversation about people discussing Justice League and saying right. That it's doing just fine financially. They've it's, only it, broken two hundred million dollars yeah, at this well, point. It's like also, week three. Well, so that was the thing. They're saying like it's doing fine financially, but the question that I brought up was like, was it a good story? It's not. Well, two. There are two problems there. It's not doing fine financially. Yeah, and the story was not good. Well, and, so it's wrong. Well, and that's the thing. So now we have DC doing another cash grab right. with Suicide Squad two, where. People want to go see it, at least. Yeah, people want to go see the first one because they were interested because it sounded neat. Because they got some cool songs. They got because the they got a whole because they, they got, got the a whole trailer full of like seventeen-year-old kids to yeah. like re-edit the whole thing themselves. That's right, and use like the, the rights. You got some Queen. You got whatever uh, Queen music. They got a bunch of other great oh, just, expensive songs. Do they have Eminem on there? One sure, I'll take it. Yeah, probably. It w- it was just so weird, and I don't understand besides just a cash grab why they would do that and you wonder if david ayer the director is going to get another shot well, he's this. he's still sticking to his gun saying is that he like attached to this do you think? No, no he's sticking to his gun saying that he's he's not annoyed by it right he backs suicide squad in the way it looks he's he's still in for suicide squad he still he says that no i'm not mad this is the film i want right. to make da 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 which, so if they let him do his own thing and they don't meddle, the studio, oh, they're maybe, totally gonna meddle. May, well, absolutely, they're gonna meddle. It's I think they horrendous. need to find other types. I think they really need to explore other types of directors to to direct their yeah. their DC films. Of course, you have Wonder Woman two, um, which was really well received. Yeah, people are upset that it, it didn't get a, um, a nomination at the Golden Golden Globes. That's how well people think of it. So um, that, of course, that Patty Jenkins, the director, that's a given. They were just excited that there was a a, a movie that was okay by DC. Yeah, that's right. That's well, it. That one was great. That one, I think that one, they're good as far as that one is concerned. The so Flashpoint and the Batman. So let's start first with Flashpoint. Flashpoint, of course, deals with. This is a Flash movie. Yeah. And he ends up breaking time and creates this alternate universe by accident and has to team up with, in this alternate universe that he's created, in this fractured timeline, the Thomas Wayne character, who's Bruce Wayne's father, yeah. is the Batman, and Bruce Wayne was actually killed as a child. Yeah, which is interesting because they said that Ben Affleck is going to be in this movie. Right. But he's not going to be in his own solo film. That's right. So this might be his his final bow. Yeah. It's Flash also point. very interesting because you're either going to have him play his own father hmm. or you're going to have him just show up at the very beginning. Uh, and die or something. Yeah, or I, I don't know how that this is going to be his final. He said he wants to go out with a bang. And I think this big reality changing shaping event this could be his opportunity to do it. Yeah. Because you could have this be his final appearance as Bruce Wayne, Batman, Ben Affleck. 
and have reality reset and rewritten and suddenly you have a younger you can have a younger batman you can recast the character that's what they were saying because so yeah well because there have been talks about jake gyllenhaal being yes. batman there's also john ham john ham is who threw his, his hat his, in because his I've bubbly seen, ham into the ring i've seen john ham his ham uh, and bubbly throws, yeah. throws right into the way the i've ring seen right john ham with a with stubble i don't like it you don't like i don't it. like it well batman shaves usually yeah, not this batman he's too gritty well a future batman Maybe. could could be a shaved batman a little bit older though but you know what john ham takes care yeah. of himself what i want to see is i want to find the collectors who bought all like the movie mm. toys and i just mm. want to see how the face of batman changes that's what i want to see for for this particular just, just throughout, throughout the years throughout the years like from the beginning yeah from like from Mike, very michael beginning. keaton's face yes. to val kilmer's face to george clooney he's like got more dour oh george clooney just has a butt chin he got like you know he was kind of like he looked like val kilmer you know val kilmer was just hot leading man right too attractive which is weird because I loved I loved the Val Kilmer Batman because like he wasn't like he looked like he could fight you but he didn't seem too off putting. Well, that's the perfect Batman, I think. That was the perfect Batman. Oh, then the Batman died for a long then time. Then the Batnips came into style. So you know who knows we might be due for a, a re reemergence of the character maybe uh, once this is going to be looked back at as a dark era for batman yeah. with ben affleck this weird era where like he's appeared in like three or four films as batman ben affleck but he hasn't he couldn't quite get that solo film off the off the ground and then he is done with the character and then we finally get some yeah. solo films with batman and ben affleck's not in them so it's, yeah it's gonna be it's really gonna be looked at as a weird era well because this is gonna be flashpoint if it goes through yeah. even who even know if, knows if it's going to go through? That would be the fourth iteration of him right. being Batman. But it's also one of those times where he's barely... Jeffrey D. Morgan, the actor who was had a very small role in Batman vs. Superman, playing yeah. Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father. Yeah. He, on social media, I guess he's teasing a lot as far as, he, hey, I'd like, you know, I can't wait to be in this movie. I, I can't wait to be essentially the Batman. comedian yeah. from Watchmen wow. just with a cape. That's the idea. Yeah, that's right. the idea. So he's he could be in a Jeffrey D. Morgan as people might know him from Walking Dead. I don't Dead see fame. why. I Negan. don't see why not. Just have sure. him have him put on the suit. Like oh, he'd be perfect. Michael Keaton put on twenty mm. pounds of muscle because that was a twenty pound mm. muscle suit. Yeah, uh, that he'd be perfect. He'd be absolutely perfect in in that role. And that might be um, sometimes when you get like the perfect casting, it just doesn't really work out. So I'm kind of. I'm a little reluctant to have Jeffrey D. Morgan be Thomas Wayne because the, I, for example, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch became Doctor Strange, and there's something off about him. I thought it, that he, that was a perfect his, casting. Sometimes it's I'm, his face. Yeah, sometimes that's you what, get it what you is. want. It's not exactly what you want. It's his face. You know? I, I'm gonna let you know right now. It's his face because his face. I don't know. It's mainly his lips. Mm. Like from nose up, he's fine, but from nose down, he's a weird. He's a weird looking cat. Well, you and know, then you put a mustache on it I'm as sure if like open. that's supposed to distract you. And it's he's just open weird. for notes. I, I mean, I imagine <laughs> to all types of, of feedback. I'll see if I can sit you guys down and just you. Can oh, please do, please do, please do. Because I, I want to gush notes. over Sherlock because yeah. Sherlock yeah. was great, and he's done great roles and everything else he's played. It's just he has a weird face. And then you have Batgirl, of course, and with Batgirl being on this uh, this slate of movies, movies in production right now yeah. that they they're more or less confirming that they're going to be doing they're going to be coming out in the years ahead joss wheaton is not fired 
That's because good. This was his pitch, Batgirl, and they're not doing the Batgirl movie without him. I think so. Joss Whedon, his his job is safe. He's still on his Batgirl in this in this DC extended universe. So that movie's coming. Joss Whedon is still involved in this in some in some way. I think that would be the one movie where everyone can rewatch it. It will. Yeah. It might be close to your Christopher Nolan first two Batman when you can kind of like still rewatch it and enjoy it. Like I can't, who's going to watch Batman V Superman? Nobody. To enjoy it. That's a torture. You just, you know, I spent $50 on this ultimate edition. I have to watch this out of necessity. It's just, it's a labor. It's not a labor of love. Mm. It's a, it's like birthing a child. You do it because someone said, Hey, this is what you get. It's like being punished. Yeah. Speaking of punished, have you seen Punisher yet on Netflix? I have. Have you? Have you? I've seen one episode, the first episode. Okay. What did you I think didn't of just it? select a random one. <laughs> You're just like the first episode one. five. Episode five. I, I just I saw the first one. It's fine. I really like the the Punisher, the 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 actor, uh, something. Whatever. I don't remember his, his name. name. Uh, Shane. From, let's call him Shane. Let's call him Shane from The Walking Dead. From The Walking Dead. I thought I had his head his name in my head, and I don't. Uh, he's good. He's good. Um. The the first story is is the first episode is anti bullying. Yeah, what I like a lot about of bullies it, in it with those uh, those blue collar worker he's yeah. working with. Well, what I like about site. it is that it's in the first five minutes it wraps up his whole pitch from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing is to kill everyone right. who murdered his family, and I'm glad it wasn't extend. It wasn't an extended version of that storyline right. where now no, you have to see five him. minutes yeah. wrapping up of, you know, where they, where they did his backdoor pilot in the daredevil series, uh, where they introduced him in his backstory. They recapped it in five minutes and then they caught him up to modern day. What he's yeah. been doing to kind of stay out of the, sh- the kind of stay out of the limelight. He's been working with a beard. Big yeah. Beard he looks really good with that beard on Man. a construction site. Just I wish trying I had to, that beard. Try, just trying to mind his own business. Right. And these bullies are like, Hey, retard. Yeah. It's, it, it's weird just, when you hear people like say that you're doing your job. I don't like that. You're doing your job. <laughs> you're here. taking all that overtime. Taking man. all that overtime. Uh, Stop working. Yeah. Right. You know? I, I fire him. Who's who's gonna fire him if you don't like the guy working? Who knows? Who knows? I don't think those guys run that run that construction company. But I think it's I think it's a solid show. Um, So it gets. I'm gonna give it one more episode. Give it. And I'm uh, I'm nervous to see what the main plot is and the antagonists. I just they kept on coming back to people, business suit people in office rooms talking about stuff i'm like oh no there's like a plot and it's gonna be very boring i i don't like that it comes in with karen from daredevil Mm. oh she comes i know i heard she comes back yeah she comes in for like one episode so far i've only watched half of it but i've enjoyed it i haven't finished it i've been taking my time with it i've been enjoying it i think it's a good series um i can't wait for jessica jones season two that's oh, gonna yeah. be great. David Tennant's back I as heard. the Purple Man. Oh, I'll I take can't da- wait for that. Because, I'll take David Tennant anywhere. Because he's fantastic. I don't care how many people are like Jessica Jones was okay. No, oh, that was, was the great. best. It was that was best the best one, one they've done by far. Like don't everybody else. I I didn't. I kind of cared about like yeah. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and then I guess like uh, the Defenders. Just whatever. Oh, the I, I, I mean. Iron Fist is down here still. He he's down at the bottom of whatever cesspool that I've is. I've only finished of the, there's just so much and they're coming out all the time I feel like and there's just so much TV. I finished uh Daredevil season 1. I almost got through Daredevil season 2. I finished all of Jessica Jones. Yeah. And 
halfway through Luke Cage, I only watched two episodes of Iron Fist and the Defenders, I watched about five and I'm just like, no, I, this is no good. I, I can't watch the Defenders oh, or so bad. Iron Fist because it's, it's Danny Rand. Rand. I'm yeah. Danny Rand. Like, oh, just so have terrible. a card. Have your ID. Get an ID. Yeah. You're in New York City. Go, go get an ID. Finally, get a, Danny get Rand. Get a library card, man. Right. Speaking of carding yourself and using physical means of media. Yeah. Let's talk about, really quick before we close up shop here, The Watchmen. Okay. Which was, you know, originally there wasn't any digital edition e edition of the original Watchmen comics. There wasn't the 75 different versions right. that Alan Moore all, he hates all of them. One paperback edition. There was just one little comic edition and yeah. you had to open it with your hands. Ooh, you got that smell. You couldn't download it yourself. It, you just, it, it didn't exist back then. You know, everything was, was a physical medium and it was fantastic and we're back now and the Watchmen have been introduced into the mainline DC yep. comic book uh, the canon. Yeah, new story five years later from the last time DC yeah. did a Watchmen thing. So this is now, I guess, a, a, a an official sequel to the Watchmen yeah. books. So Something now, like that. There's a big event right now, headed by Jeff Johns. People who read comics and should know who Jeff Johns is. Right. He's done a ton of great work. Uh, he's been their go-to guy recently as far as the big events. Always consistent. Always consistent. He's, he's great. So it's this 12-issue miniseries, or maxi-series, I guess you could call it, because it's 12, 12 issues. It's going to yeah. take course. Hopefully, they don't miss a lot of release dates. One book a month. They just released the first one called uh, Doomsday Clock. So it's going to be essentially the the Watchmen meet the DC comic universe. Superman yeah. and Dr. Manhattan and all the characters will meet in this big, you know, character... Will you know Flintstone meets the Jetsons type of thing? Yeah, pretty. It, actually, that's a that's a good yeah analogy. Flintstones meet the Jetsons. Yeah, no, that um the first issue is kind I, of it catches you up to what the what what the Watchmen have been up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> since their their book in the yeah. 80s. It, it, it's interesting because it seems to still take place. Mm -hmm. Within maybe like five years after right. the initial Watchmen storyline, I was kind of unclear where things picked up. They all right, so this is it's sometime after. This like, is like the first official continuation of the Watchmen yeah. storyline. So the way it kind of wraps up in the eighties is, you know, for those people who haven't seen the Watchmen movie or read the the comic yet, is you have Rorschach delivers his 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 diary on the steps of some news outlet, and they basically tell the the plot of the of uh, Osmandius as far as him being behind this big alien thing that dropped in Times like Square. Like weird Cthulhu yeah. squid monster. That he was actually behind it and it was fake. And uh, Dr. Manhattan goes and leaves this universe and goes for a less complicated one is what he says. At the yeah. End of it. Because he failed, basically. Osmandius got to carry out his plot and Dr. Manhattan, with all his intelligence and all his power, couldn't stop him. So he leaves this galaxy. And... They continue the story five, ten years later, where the world is looking for uh, Os Osmandius. Yeah. And there is this guy rounding up other superpower or other heroes um, to start like this one type of group. And they're looking for Osmandius. And, and Osmandius, is, they reveal him at the end. He's the one who's actually been rounding up these, these characters. And the plot will continue from there. And then eventually, in is next issue or the issue after that... We're going to start colliding with the DC universe and seeing how this really connects. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the stories intertwine. Right. 
uh, you you have a pretty good passing down of the mantle of Rorschach mm-hmm. to a new character. Right. You don't know who he is. People like to speculate. I just don't care. Well, I the real Rorschach, Rorschach is also missing. There well, is another the character Rorschach, yeah. wearing the Rorschach mask. Yeah, as, as far as... Pretending to be Rorschach, but it's not Rorschach. As far as it, it seems, it seems like they're keeping that Rorschach's dead. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to keep that up. And I oh, hope that's they right. Do he that. was destroyed. No, right, that's right. He was yeah. killed by Doc yeah. Manhattan. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he is not missing. He is dead. Yeah. So it, it's. Right. I'm. I'm interested to see where this goes. There's been theories about even tossing in Grant Morrison's mm-hmm. uh, weird mix of Doctor Manhattan and Superman mm-hmm. when he did the Multiversity mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. So there were talks like maybe that's what like that's what they're going to like kind of bring to context. Like yeah. they're gonna because that's essentially what it is. It's gonna be. Your, your your big blue penis yes who's super hyper intelligent and kind of is very distant to humanity and your big blue boy scout who's very on the ground very for he's everyone survives yeah, yeah. He, he basically as far as he's concerned he is of earth yeah so it, it's going to be interesting to see how those two characters interact i would like to actually have if they're going to fight do you think they're actually going to fight no see that's a, they're so powerful well yeah that to me seems pointless like i think that yeah. it would be more interesting to see a, a like a dialogue like a very mm-hmm. peaceful dialogue with a backdrop of like batman fighting chaos whatever right um i think that would be good because the way that they've used dr manhattan They've alluded to him. So the, since the New 52 rebirth, uh, the, the New 52 reboot, rebirth yeah. is its own separate thing, reboot in 2012, they have mentioned, so, somehow everyone got younger. Uh, ten years. After Flashpoint, everyone got about 10 years younger. 10 years, they, they talked about it in a kind of meta way that 10 years was removed from yeah, their storyline. Yeah, and they lost 10 years. They lost 10 years, and they're like, someone has removed 10 years to weaken us. And to kind of justify everyone being 10 years younger and not remembering things and events happening. And then, like, you could partially remember them, but they were removed. And they have alluded to the fact that Dr. Manhattan is the one who is outside of reality and has removed these 10 years. So you wonder why he's doing it. If he's done it, a lot of questions be answered. It should be an interesting year. Either it's going to be really awesome or a humongous blue penis size gigantic letdown. I can't wait for that. Vert that um sketch cover yes. to come out of Watchmen Dune Cyclops. It's a giant, well sketched blue penis. That's what the 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 hands of the clock should be. Just, just two just, blue, just two penises two going penises. back and forth. Sure, why not? Yeah, so, it'd be great. So you don't think they're they're gonna do the Superman Doctor Manhattan coming to blows? I mean that that, d- that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, it, if you've read anything, that's also not where you Doctor Manhattan's character. He doesn't well, yeah. punch people. Well, if you remember, like he's able to murder everyone right. just with thought or snap the fingers. Right. It, he can like, he can make copies of himself that are mm-hmm. full flesh and like just literally make clones. Yeah, like you, so not, you really can't fight. Him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't even have to do anything. He can right. step away and just watch you work and then understand you. Cause like that, that was his whole thing. He was so heady and so mental. Mm-hmm. So removed. And- exactly. And, and I think to try and have him fight Superman, someone who uh, has shown that he's very intelligent right. in certain stories, like All-Star Superman, you can understand that he's, you know, a very brilliant person who plays this kind of dopey American, yeah. but that doesn't v- come off very well because 
he has to punch someone. And I think that this would have to be a story where they don't come to physical blows. They come to mental and philosophical blows. Well, we could reenact or simulate a battle between Superman and Dr. Manhattan here on the Super Friends Super Show. I think we, we have the DC Heroes RPG game and contained within the DC uh, made in like 1986. Yeah, or, didn't you pick Dr. Manhattan once too? Uh, yeah, sorry. So sorry. they have Ridiculous. a card a stat card for every single character within the, within the dc universe including the watchmen and they all have stats strength intelligence yada yada yeah so we can actually simulate a fight between one of us taking superman and the other one taking dr manhattan because they have they all have skills and, yeah. and numbers and we could find out once and for all who would win the fight so maybe that will be coming in a future episode of the super Friends super show who knows maybe so I, I think that's good. We'll get to it. Uh, so uh, what else? Uh, anything else? What, anything else we didn't cover? We missed anything else you can think of? Are you seeing uh, Star Wars? No. Ah, I don't what care. is wrong with you? A lot of things. I've got my tickets. I thought my brother bought the tickets. When a is month it supposed ago. to come out? The fifteenth. Okay. Uh, I thought my brother. He said he he bought everyone tickets like a month ago. He he bought the whole family, the whole yeah. Dwyer clan. Six tickets tickets or so a month ago. I'm like, oh great, I got tickets. I text him. Two days ago, I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, uh, by the way, what, what time are we, what day and what time are we seeing the movie? He's like, oh, I, I didn't get him. <laughs> I'm like, great. So I'm rushing. I'm like, oh, my God. Because um, the issue, my issue, much like the rebellion is trying to fight the First Order, yeah. I, Sean Dwyer, am trying to fight spoilers from invading my eyeballs. J- just your eyeballs, nothing else. Oh, my else. God. Or ear canals. Because the longer this movie is out, the, this, the more chance there is for me to read a spoiler somewhere or some idiot walks up to me on the street and goes, hey, did you know Luke is Leia? I don't know, something, who, who knows? What does that mean? Um, <laughs> what does that mean? I just, oh, and just these irresponsible uh, online, you know, like nerdy publications, these websites where their headlines are, they don't even like dance around it. Our no. spoilers. Yeah. They're like, so you can't even avoid it. Well, it's like Luke kills and then just a spoiler. And it's like, Oh, Oh, right. okay. Like two people that he could, they could be referring to. Great. I know. Or they use the picture. Oh, oh those are the so, worst. Oh God. I just, it, so that's what I'm trying to avoid. So I'm, I'm seeing the movie on the Sunday. Uh, it comes out on Thursday, Friday. And it, it, I see, I'm seeing it Sunday, six o'clock. And I hope I can make it until then without being spoiled. I, I'm very excited. Uh, so I'm far, excited for you. You like you like Star Wars. Most people do. I just I, so far it's getting good reviews. Uh, they they just did the the first premiere. People are liking it. The press embargo is still up. Yeah. So you're not seeing your critics is, issuing tweet the reviews it, yet. Ruin tweet it yet? I haven't seen anything yet. The Rotten Tomatoes score is still a couple days away. And we'll are, you just, see. are you just refreshing it on your iPad? You're just hitting refresh? Yes. Because I assume there's a refresh button on the iPad. Yes. You're just like, refresh, refresh. That's you're at, you're right. at work during meetings. You're just like under the table. Refresh. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know yeah. if it's worth, because uh, we got the tickets, because it's it was slim pickings as far as trying to get good tickets Ooh, that where, weekend. Where are you sitting? Um, in You know, I got decent uh, seats, okay. but there was only one screening at a decent... Oh, at a, really? <clears throat> at a... There was only one screening where it was $16 a tickets because oh, it, was, it was a 3D screening. But that weekend, all other showings were sold out. Wow. 
People um, love Star Wars. So that was the only opportunity I have this weekend to see it. So I'm excited. Um, we are thinking, I think we're going to try to fit in one more show before the holidays. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, we're, we'll have uh, Adam Patterson here and we'll do another super showdown. And maybe we'll talk more about the Ots and Knots segment we're going to be doing where we're going to be talking about reviewing a Ots time period comic book. Yeah. From that period, uh, Maximum Security. We're going to be talking about Issue number one of Maximum Security, a big Marvel event um, and a new segment where we break down uh, by that bygotten era, uh, a era that, era that really was not appreciated because it followed the 90s comic boom where the 90s ruined everything in comics. And then everything. a lot of the events that happened in the early 2000s really got kind of didn't get any appreciation, really a lot, a lot of eyes because the comic book industry was really hitting the toilet at that yeah. point, going down the toilet. So we're going to revisit that era, uh, see if a lot of these stories are underappreciated and people you know, maybe need to bring their attention back to some of these stories that maybe didn't get the attention they deserved or maybe they deserve to be forgotten. I'm excited to do a very, very deep yeah. dive into every panel and to scrutinize mm -hmm. everything. So 2000s maximum security marvel's maximum security event and we are going to be talking issue number one in a episode near you we will preview that that for you so you'll have a chance to read it too or we, you can just listen to us recount it and you can just kind of uh, oh yeah no it's going to be the most the in depth situation. version yeah of this of of the odds and knots with maximum security i'm going to scrutinize like i said yeah. every panel i'm going to look at every corner to make sure i'm not missing any specific details nothing nothing's gonna go uncovered by these terribly stressed these eyes papers. that's right that's right so sean brennan uh where can we find you around the internet parts you can find me at sean sands sugar on the twitter Yes. You could find me mostly at my home mm. in Buffalo because it's snowy now. God. Next, there is this website I just became aware of. It is School Closings Tracker. Don't something they usually like just put that on the bottom of the. No, no, like the, um, school. It's like school closings prediction or predictor or something. Okay. Like and it tells you what the percentage is that your zip code is going to be closed. Schools in your zip code are Do being, you think be closed. they're just rolling a 20 sided die? Yes. So okay. The, tomorrow, there's a 99% chance that schools are going to be closed in the zip code where I live oh. and also in the zip code where I work. Who's going to stay home? I don't know what we're going to do. I feel like my just it's so awkward trying to ask for a day off with my boss. I don't know. He might just he's like, yeah, it's snowing here. Come in. <laughs> I yeah, know. I get it. There are snowmen oh, literally God. being created by the snow right now. Yeah, uh, yeah just come in. Sometimes... You know, unless the highway is closed, it's hard to justify a day off. At Sean's, my, oh, what is my Twitter name again? What is it? It's at SeanDwyer.com, at, at New Super Podcast, if you can find the podcast. And iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Wildfire Radio, BuffaloCityLife.com, so you can find the podcast on the internet. Subscribe to any of those things and enjoy in that way. And this is issue number 137, I think, and we'll continue doing it next time. We're going to try to uh, fit one more of these in before the holidays, and we'll do our um, our Christmas show. Yeah, it's going to be great. Show. We're going to be full of ham, because yes. ham is somehow synonymous with Mm -hmm. with christmas i don't know why but it is and then the next show after that after the holidays we'll do our year-end review award show oh it's gonna be great i can't wait so, i have been making the uh cards up 
Yes. To act as if I'm surprised when I open them. And then you uh, you put them in envelopes and you accidentally mailed all of them. So we're going to have a lot of great unsuspecting winners. It's going to be great. Who are all on your Christmas list. I can't wait. So you instead of sending out your Christmas, your annual Christmas cards this year, you, they get best comic book in a returning series. Best iteration of a female <laughs> voice in a indie slash mainstream comic so we're gonna have to go around and try to find those people to get them to tell us who the winners were yeah i'm gonna have to go 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 ask pop pop that's right so we got a, a lot on our plate and hopefully you'll have a lot on your plate on your christmas plate wherever you are wherever we find you over the next week uh hopefully we'll be able to fit one more show in and we'll have a christmas episode and uh you have a christmas week leading up to the christmas episode uh sean dwyer Sean Brennan, uh, Sean Brennan, last words. I'll let you have the last Christmas ha- Christmas ham here off the Christmas ham. People should read um, Spider Gwen. It's it's actually really good. I've been reading it. I agree. Another final word because I took the final word by accident. Ah, uh, ooh, uh, peanut butter. Yes. She could be anyone. I might have known you'd leave her crying What's her name again? You should be ashamed How could you treat her so unspeakably? Or did you think she was a different guy? For as the radio played in the bedroom wall What was that name? Was she the one who took away your pride and your reason? Oh, why did you decide that you'd punish a girl you meet to try? Was that name you called her? Isn't her smile quite reminiscent of someone else? Well, is it or isn't it? Oh, why did you decide that you'd punish any girl? her name today is she going to stay so you can ruin her and soon she'll be twisted and chiffon dress her like a doll string her like a bird she is peers of bells but it's hard to tell 
What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? 